What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow nerds, dorks, and geeks? Turn my monitor down here a little bit. Um, I think that'll do it there. So let's talk Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh my God, did my Facebook blow up about this thing yesterday? And rightfully so. I am a huge Ghostbusters fan, like huge Ghostbusters fan, huge nerd. Uh, yes, of course, I host a podcast called Nerd Alert that you're listening to, that you can also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash realnerdalert. Shameless plug aside, let's go ahead and talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I have some fan theory that I'm running with that I'm bouncing off of another guy on Twitter. Him and I are going back and forth about theory and stuff. And uh, what could be, what could be, uh, is very early on. This is the first trailer of many to come. But it is from writer and director Jason Reitman, which is the son of the director of the original two. Not answer the call. I'm one of the odd ones. I, I kind of liked answer the call. I kind of liked it. I kind of didn't. I was, I was kind of a 50-50. Uh, I thought the jokes were forced. They felt very forced in that movie. The, the all-female Ghostbusters, for all of you that don't know, answer the call. The all-female Ghostbusters, where they try to reboot it as an all-female cast. And I'm for all-female cast. Like, hell yeah, let's do it. It's time. It's been time for a while. Uh, it was not done right. That was that was the problem. And, of course, they're like, oh, well, Avengers, this, Avengers, that. Marvel kind of stomped everything. And I'm like, no not really like i i think it was more de a developmental hell the writers were kind of weak sauce on it um chris hemsworth being in there eh, just no like that that kind of turned me off to it because i picture him as being thor i don't picture him as being like this hot nerd guy like it, it just does not pull that role off very well for him, for him, like he is associated with Thor and like badassery and like all this, this awesome stuff that goes on with Marvel. I did not, I did not buy into his character at all. Um, but I was like, eh, maybe, maybe this could work. Maybe, maybe this could really work. Maybe get another shot at it. It probably never happened because it did so horribly. Uh, so answer the call. Looks like it's done. Got hung up on, but this, this Ghostbusters trailer hit yesterday, Afterlife hit yesterday. And instantly, they're like, well, we're in the middle of nowhere. And my grandfather, like, it's it's the kids. It's not the actual Ghostbusters. Yes, the actual Ghostbusters, I'm sure, will be in it at some point because I know they're attached to this project. It's coming. Uh, of course, they're not going to drop them in the first trailer. They're going to kind of hold on to those nuggets. They may not even show them in a trailer. They may slip like a couple of vocals or something. I don't even know if they'll show them. They may save them for the movie to draw people in to go see the movie. Um, but more of that in, in a minute of like before I jump in theory and all that. So it's like, oh, we're in the middle of nowhere. And the the one girl's like, oh, I found this in my my living room. And it's a ghost trap that Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's in it, Ant-Man. I uh, might know him from various movies. Um, 40-year-old, I think he was in 40-year-old version. I think he was in that. Uh, knocked up. He's been in a lot of movies. And a uh, very successful actor and comedian. Very funny. I, I love a lot of the movies that he's in. 
so seeing him attached and actually in this, I was like, dude, like this is this is going to be kind of cool. Like I'm excited. Uh, looks like he plays a teacher. Looks like he might be like middle school, high school type teacher because the kids look like they're about that age, about middle school, high school. Um, <clears throat> it does have the one kid from Stranger Things in it, and I love that show dearly. I don't want to let that show ever go, but I know it's coming. I know it's coming either this season or next season, uh, unfortunately. But it looks like it has uh, not. Uh, is it Will? I don't think it's Will. I think it's uh, crap. I can't think of his name uh, where she's like, you lie. Like him and Eleven are dating. Um, I think it, it, it's him. And he's actually pretty grown up looking in in this trailer. So I'm like, Ugh, like, I don't know how it's going to work with Stranger Things, man. Like, yes, you're you're attached to the first thing that we typically see you with um, that we're exposed to. Like Chris Hemsworth will always be Thor to me. So I'm like, ah, it's the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> like, but I'm happy. I'm happy to see he's in it. Uh, but goes to that and it's like, oh, I found this this ghost trap. He's like, oh, cool replica. He's like, what is it? He's like, oh man, you know, the 80s, like the, these ghost things happening, showing a face. It's like The Walking Dead. And they're like, oh, and then these like they go and they start finding more stuff apparently at this at this farm in the middle of nowhere that they're on. Uh, like the proton pack. Uh, the suits, and if you get to the right frame on the suits, I, I did do this because I was like, oh, the, the suits. And I was like, wait a minute, I wonder if there's a name on there. Like, kind of my, my wheels in my head kind of turned a little bit. And I was like, what if there's a name? So I went frame by frame through that section, and sure enough, there is a name that is shown on the suit, a very special name that is shown on the suit. The name on the suit, and I'm surprised no one's caught this yet. I'm really surprised that no one has caught this yet. Uh, being that the original cast is supposed to be returning, I would say very rumored, but I'm pretty pretty sure they're going to be returning in some big way in this film. Uh, surviving members. Of course, Held Ramis is no longer with us. He passed, I think, last year or the year before. might have been a few years now. Uh, and he was Spangler. And I'm like, man, like it's, it's not going to be the same without, without Spangler. I wonder how they're going to do it. And sure enough, in the trailer, they've already thrown a little a little Easter egg that if you're quick enough to catch it, if you got the right frame, you got to see Spangler's name tag on the suit. So they're already kind of throwing a nod to Spangler. And I was like, that that's really cool. Like, that's awesome. Like, it's so awesome. And, of course, the Ecto-1 comes blasting out. I'm sure we all have seen the picture of the Ecto-1 blasting through, like, a cornfield or something, right? It comes blasting out. It looks so good. And... As the trailer goes on, they're they're chasing after Slimer in the Ecto One with the Proton suit going, and uh, just absolute chaos. And the Gunner seat comes out like in the cartoon. Um, and I I was so happy, I was so excited. It got all the feels going. I was like, oh my god, like this is I'm like half awake at this point, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is amazing. I got watched it again. I'm missing so much, and I probably watched it a good fifteen twenty times. Like, no, no lie. Like, 15, 20 times going through things. Like, maybe I missed something, like, trying to comb over it. And I'm like, man, it is so, it's just so, oh, it's so awesome. It hits me in the feels. And looks like they haven't really shown it. They showed a leg. They made the sound that it was a demo dog from Zool. So, I, I would love more Zool stuff. There, there is only Zool. Are you the gatekeeper? Are you the key master? There is only Zool. Um, I think Sigourney Weaver is going to make a come an appearance or a little bit in the film is going to have something to do in the film. The big question is though, for 
for people that have seen the two original films, does uh, Rick Moranis, I almost forgot his name there, does Rick Moranis make an appearance in this film? And I hope to God the answer is yes. Uh, obviously, uh, for all of you that don't know, Rick Moranis was, yes, you know, yes, have, you want coffee? Yes, have some. And he's like getting chased by the dog. And he's like, are you the gate? Are you the gatekeeper? Are you the key master? You know, I am the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? There is only Zool. Like, that's Rick Moranis. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Barney in the Flintstones. He's been in a lot of things. He's been in Spaceballs. If you've seen Spaceballs, if not, it's on streaming right now. Like, you should totally check it out. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's totally dumb, but it's a great movie. Like, it's a it's a nerd culture classic film. And... Uh, I watched it the other day, actually, and still, I'm like, it's still funny, it's still freaking hilarious, and my wife's like, it's the dumbest film ever, and I was like, it's supposed to be dumb, like, it's not supposed to be a serious film, it's a satire film, a, a spoof on Star Wars and all this, and she's gone from suck to blow, and Lord, he plays Lord Helmet, and I uh, hate, hates when Schwartz, Schwartz gets twisted and all that, but it's gonna be interesting, because I think, like, right after he did Flintstones, um, it might have been a little bit after that. He was a little shop of horrors, if you've ever seen that movie, which that movie's getting rebooted. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one because I grew up on that film. I'm like, man, you know, that, that's like the one musical I actually like. Um, like right after, I think it was, he did Flintstones, his wife got diagnosed with cancer. And he was like, you know, I I didn't want to be that that dad that was never home. And unfortunately, his wife had passed away, lost her battle with cancer and passed away. And he he quit acting. He quit acting on the spot. Like, I'm done. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to raise my children. I'm going to do it right. And he's, I think he's directed a few things here and there, but I don't think he's acted in anything. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see if he is actually in this film. And I hope he is. I hope to God he is. Uh, fans deserve it. He deserves it. The franchise deserves it, needs it. And even though he, he had a, a smaller, really a smaller part versus like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, and I can't think of the other guy's name for the life of me. It escapes me. Like, damn it. Uh, even though he didn't have as big of a role in the film, like he's still an iconic role of like, are you, are you the gatekeeper? I am the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? And like, he's getting chased by the invisible demo dogs. Like no one else can see him. Uh, but we did get like kind of a foot, a leg thing on a car in the sound. So it leads me to believe that there's going to be demo dogs that maybe Zool will be coming into play. Um, I would love more Zool action. I really would. A lot of people would. A lot of people I talked to about this would. But um, very kind of short trailer, but definitely got the juices flowing and hyped. Oh my God, 2020 is going to be an amazing year for movies. We've got the Black Widow movie coming out. We have the James Bond, No Time to Die coming out. That's the 20th film in that franchise. Love James Bond as well. I'm a huge James Bond geek. And we have Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out. That is a true third film to the series that is just going to completely ignore Answer the Call. Uh, again, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to get like more story to answer the call. I thought it was a decent story. I just thought that the studio kind of really squandered that. Uh, they could have done so much more than what they did. Again, movie developmental hell. Uh, but this one, Afterlife, is looking like it's going to be awesome because, one, you have the writer and director, Jason Reitman, 
which John Reitman was the writer and director on the first two. So it is his son that is at the helm of this thing. And I think he'll do it right. I really do. Uh, if anyone's to do it, I think it should be his son. Obviously, he the John Reitman's no longer with me, with us. So what better way than, hey, I'm going to take up the mantle of what my dad had created in all of this. And I think it'll be done right. I really, really do. Just on that fact. And knowing that I know that the, the all the surviving original cast has said they're on board of being in development talks and everything with the new film. And now we have a new film. And all, everything that plays in, like all the old suits, the proton packs, the names, Ecto-1, I'm like, yeah, now now would be the right time. Now would be the right time to do it. Give us a true third film, even though I hate saying it. Like, answer the calls, just kind of, eh, sorry, hung up on you. Uh, but I have I have some theories. I have some fan, I have a fan theory that is running through. Now, the way they're making it look and the way they're making it kind of seem, and we're kind of baiting this in, is that they're going to be the grandkids of the OG Busters, the OG Ghostbusters, right? And I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Being that they're trying to make things modern, before I do that, let's go ahead, take care of some bills, get some money, get paid, so the podcast can have the lights stay on and the internet stay on and all of that good stuff. And come back from commercial, I will have my fan theory that I have running. So now that the bills are paid, commercials are handled, let's talk theory. Let's talk fan theory. So a lot of people are like, it's the grandkids. The trailer makes it seem that way. Again, if you haven't seen the trailer, it is linked up on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash alert. Feel free to check it out over there. YouTube it, do whatever. Uh, it is worth your time. Believe me, it is worth your time. Time. The trailer is amazing. It gets you. It gets you pumped. It gets you hyped. It makes you excited for next year, and it comes out July second, July second of next year. So this thing has a firm date already, uh, which is very surprising because normally we get trailers this soon, and it's like, nope, not uh, not not getting a firm date. But we have a firm date, July second. So it is going to be a heavy hitter. It is going to be a juggernaut. And I think the only thing that might be releasing against it might be the Black Widow movie, um, which uh, I'm going to have to see both. I really am. Like, I'm a huge Marvel nut, and I love Ghostbusters, so I got to see both. Which one I see first? Probably Busters. I, I have to say, I'm sorry, Marvel. I'm sorry, Black Widow. I love you dearly. Please forgive me, R.I.P. Stan Lee. Man, Buster's like, oh my god, like, oh, I gotta, gotta have it, man. I just gotta have it. I gotta see it. And uh, Peak's getting a little high there, getting a little excited. <laughs> new mic, new Yeti X. Uh, if you caught yesterday's episode of the podcast, got a Yeti X in the studio now. That's what I'm using. Uh, it's very, very sensitive. Like, it is nowhere even close to me. I got probably uh, a foot. Between me and the microphone, it's picking everything up fine. The gains are real, real turned down on it. It is very sensitive. Very sensitive over the snowball. Uh, but fan theory. All right, enough rambling. Fan theory. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's do it. 
Uh, everyone, even the trailer, makes you seem that the kids are the grandkids of the OG Busters, of the OG Ghostbusters. And oh, I, at first I thought, I was like, all right, you know, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You know, new generations, how you keep going, like the film does really well. It's how you keep it going. Uh, kind of sick of the same old, same old thing. Oh, it's the grandkids, and they're just going to stumble across all this stuff, all the proton packs and the ghost traps, and they're just going to take up the mantle of the Ghostbusters, uh, which I would be okay with. Like, the cast looks like it's pretty well done. Um, I'm like, all right, you know, I'll buy it. Like, I'll absolutely buy it. I'm like, I want, I want something a little bit different. I want something a little bit, a uh, little bit different. Maybe not the grandkids, okay? Maybe this dude, maybe the grandparent, because I said, oh, my, my grandfather died. So maybe the grandfather was a OG Buster Nut. Maybe he was a huge fan, huge nerd of the Ghostbusters and Paul Rudd even, like, this is what made me think about it, because Paul Rudd said, oh, nice replica of a ghost trap. And, like, where'd you get it? Have, like, haven't seen one in a while. Would make me to believe that people were trying to collect the actual Buster gear, and this guy had assembled the actual, like, amassed this collection of gear, and even the Ecto-1 which is the original OG Ghostbusters logo on there. Not the two, but the one. It is the Ecto-1, but it has the gunner seat from the cartoon, which would make it the Ecto-1A. Um, I'm like, like it, it's awesome to see the gunner seat. Of course, there's going to be a little bit of change here and there. Uh, it gets me excited for things, but I believe that the grandfather of the house in the middle of nowhere was a collector and not a buster because of like, Oh, ghost trap. Haven't seen one of these in a while, like cool replica. And then realizes it's not a replica. It's the real deal. Like, Holy crap. Um, you know, there hasn't been a ghost sighting. And he's even says there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. So it leave, would leave me to believe that the ghostbusters dissolved at, at some point, probably after the second film again, Cutting out Answer the Call, the all-female one. Uh, they probably will not acknowledge it at all in the film. I don't even think they'll acknowledge it as being official canon at this point, but are part of the timeline for all of you that don't know what canon is, actual story. Uh, but um, I think that right after Ghostbusters 2, he's like, oh, there hasn't been a sighting in 30 years or so, which would be would put it on par between when that film came out and this film comes out about 30 years. So pretty cool that they did that. But this leads me to believe that the Ghostbusters dissolved and someone that was a super fan uh, went and amassed this collection. Like went and was like, oh, hey, you know, yeah, all my house is run down, my farm, this and that is all like kind of kind of crappy, dilapidated. But I have all this gear that I've ever wanted. And they bring it with modern times because that's what they are trying to do with this film is bring Ghostbusters modern times, which the other two films hold up immaculately well. Like, they're so good. Uh, would be everyone collects something nowadays, it seems like, whether it's like me, pop figures. Oh, my God, I go I go crazy over those things. I just got the Baby Yoda pop, by the way. So excited about that thing. My wife's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, Baby Yoda pop. 
uh, knowing that I wouldn't be able to get one. That would be another empty spot besides the Stanley of the Infinity Gauntlet in my collection. Like that spot for that figure of Stanley of the Infinity Gauntlet is still open. I'm still after one for a decent price. I'm not paying $1,000 on eBay. I'm sorry, Poon Slayer 69 Not happening. Lower your price. <laughs> uh, people's names out there, man, freaking crack me up. But I'm like, all right, you know, it makes sense. Like, this guy was a fan of the Ghostbusters. And what ultimate thing, like, if you're a Star Wars fan, what ultimate thing would be then to have, like, Luke's lightsaber or Darth Vader's actual helmet or a part of the Millennium Falcon or something, right? Or a Chewie suit or something or our actual R2-D2, uh, depending on what you were into. Like, if you're into droids or weaponry or characters or what have you. Um, like, that would be the ultimate. To have, like, the actual car, right? Have the Ecto-1. Have proton pack the actual suits and all of this so it leads me to believe that the grandfather was a super collector and over the course of 30 years had amassed this collection that is not an actual busters location like they didn't just go oh hey we're gonna retire this and that i will have to go back and watch the original two films to see if there's any reference to like, oh, hey, I might retire on a farm or something, you know, like any quick little like joke or anything which could tie into this film. Uh, I will have to go and do that at some point, probably this weekend, probably when I have some time. Uh, bust those out, bust out the the old VHS. I might even be able to find them on Blu-ray now, which I would love to have them on Blu-ray. Rewatch them. I would love to rewatch them. Uh, my daughter's never seen them, so it would be... Be another thing to kind of like push her into being more of a nerd. And she's like, she's kind of into Star Wars, kind of not. But I'm like, man, you got to watch Ghostbusters. Like, it is so damn good. Um, But it does leave me, lead me to believe that everything that was said by like Paul Ritz, like, oh, I haven't seen one of these in a while or this or that. Like, everyone would know in this town, like if, the, if they're going into town, which they'd have to go into town for supplies and all that, um, that they're one of the busters. And... Uh, he asked the kid that brought in, you know, what was your name again? And it didn't say that didn't give the name because I, it's going to give away a big, big thing. I bet you it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. If it says the name and it's like Vankman or, uh, or Spangler or anything like that, and then it will be the grandkids, I'm, which I'm OK with. But I'm like, I'd rather have it just be like some random kids that stumble across that their grandfather was this huge fan and collected all this stuff. And now there's this ghost problem coming and that's why the town's shaking and all of this. And, um, they put on, they have to use the gear to save the town and all that. And the OG ghostbusters come in and help them or need rescuing or something. Something happens to where the OG busting team has to come in, step in, and provide them or provide them with training or something. And uh, they all team up and fight Zool or, or something. And um, that would be the movie. And I would be I would be very satisfied with that. I think a lot of fans would be very satisfied with that. Um, that is kind of what I'm hoping for. I, I am hoping for that. Like, I am, I follow Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd pretty religiously on the things they do. And I always fingers crossed that they would get to back together and make another Ghostbusters film. Um, unfortunately, you no know, Harold Ramis Spangler has passed away. And I'm like, man, like you could have done it sooner. 
Like I'm happy it's here now, but if you could have done it sooner, um, it would be it would have been awesome uh, to hammer it out. But there's a lot of money and legality and things and people not talking to each other and whole bunch of pol- whole bunch of political BS basically that really stopped a third film from happening sooner. And everything kind of got hammered out for this one, and I'm happy it did. I'm happy it's here. But I don't know. Like, let me know if you have a theory, if you like my theory. If you have a theory of your own, you can drop it, again, over on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash realnerdalert. Uh, feel free to hang out over there. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. That's free. It won't cost you anything but a little bit of your time. Uh, I do try to post episodes religiously, pretty religiously, I would say, pretty consistently uh, three, two to three times a week. I do have a family. I do work a full-time job. So sometimes life gets a little chaotic. Again, that's why the Facebook page is so important because I do update over there regularly. And I'm like, Hey, you know, no episode today. Not going to, going to make one. Sometimes I go live over there. Sometimes I have live chats over there and I love interacting with fans and hearing your guys, ideas, thoughts, concerns, comments, all of that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this episode today, guys. Super pumped. I'm super excited. Are you excited? I hope you're excited. If you're excited, give this episode a big smash and fat like. Uh, help it grow. Share it. Tell people to listen to the show. Tell people you love, people you hate, people you can't stand. Hey, listen to this nerd. Like, this this guy's a huge nerd. Such a dork. Like, oh, my God, what a geek. And you would be right. <laughs> I would not. I would not. Be like, oh, hey, no, that that's, how dare you? No, you didn't do that. Like, when I grew up, being a nerd, dork, and geek were a bad thing, but now it's, like, the cool thing. Like, everyone wants nerd glasses. And uh, back when my day, when you had nerd glasses, you got beat up on a daily basis and your milk money taken from you. Uh, but times have changed. Like, times are changing. And um, hopefully, hopefully uh, this film does really well and we get more. Like, I'm I'm super pumped. The franchise is back, baby. The franchise is back. Ah! Oh my god. Um can't wait. Can't wait until July 2nd. It's gonna be such a fun ride. Such a fun ride. Which now that I look it up, I think Black Widow is dropping in May. So it won't have to compete with Busters. Win-win, baby. Win-win's what I'm talking about. Win-win. Uh, anyways, guys, make sure to like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And I will talk to you in the next episode tomorrow. Crap. You're going to get, you're going to get a three for three this week. Wow. <laughs> going to get a three for three. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you in tomorrow's episode. Remember to live long and prosper.